0: Check out our resources and books on BlackInEducation.com and on Amazon. In the 1800s to early 1900s, there lived a man named Charles Buddy Bolden, whose impact on jazz has become legendary. He was born in 1877 and lived in New Orleans. He became the leader of a band that is recognized as being the first band to play what became known as jazz music. To get an understanding of the types of places where this music was played, it is important to understand something about the experiences of black people in New Orleans at this time. One case helps to explain this, and it happens to be one of the most famous cases in American history, the Plessy v. Ferguson case. In 1890, the state of Louisiana passed a law that required segregation in railway cars. The Louisiana 1890 Separate Car Act, it was called. Blacks were required to sit in separate railway cars, while white citizens were also required to sit in cars assigned for their race. An exception to this was black nurses or nannies who could ride in white-only cars as long as they were caring for white children. A group of black men joined together to test the constitutionality of the separate car law. They raised money, then reached out to Albion W. Turgey, a well-known politician at that time, and engaged him as their lawyer. Their organization was called the Citizens Committee to test the constitutionality of the separate car law. Then they convinced Homer Plessy to help them challenge the law. Homer Plessy was a man who was seven-eighths white and one-eighth black, therefore he was considered a black man under the law. On June 7, 1892, he boarded a railroad car that was headed from New Orleans to Covington, Louisiana. Homer purposely sat in the whites-only car and was arrested for violating the law. Many railroad companies also did not like the law because it required additional expenses for them. The case went all the way to the Supreme Court, and on May 18, 1896, the Supreme Court ruled that separate facilities did not violate the Constitution's Equal Protection Clause. This separate but equal doctrine would remain legal in the United States until the Brown versus Board of Education decision on May 17, 1954. So as jazz was growing as an art form, segregation was the law of the land. In New Orleans, there were segregated public parks, dance halls, and meeting places, all of which were venues where popular music was played. Music wasn't just played in speakeasies in the red light district. Music was played in a variety of settings. Social organizations and charitable clubs organized balls and dances to raise funds for people in need. It was not uncommon for blacks not to be able to get insurance during this time, so charitable clubs would often organize events to raise money for medical treatments and emergencies. Also, events such as baseball games, picnics, marches and parades, masquerade balls, and even funerals used musicians to help enhance the event. Charles Buddy Bolden's band became one of the most popular bands of this time. Bolden played in marches and parades, in dance halls and in parks, and he often could be heard playing his cornet from miles away. Bolden's band played in historic venues like Odd Fellows, Masonic Ballroom, and the Funky Butt Hall as well as in segregated parks like Lincoln Park and Johnson Park. John Ribbitro was also a talented musician at this time who headed up his own orchestra. He and Charles Bolden famously competed for attention at Lincoln and Johnson parks. It is said that Bolden would begin his session at one of the parks by blowing his horn so that people could hear it from miles away. Folks would leave the function they were attending and go to hear Bolden's band play. They would follow the sound of Bolden's horn and come to hear King Bolden play. His style of music appealed to young people who would like to dance. He played the traditional music of the day, but his band would begin to play a grittier style of music as the night wore on. His band became wildly popular, and from about 1898 to 1906, he was the undisputed king of the music scene in black New Orleans. Bolton's life and music, however, would be short-lived, as he suffered from mental illness and battled alcoholism. His mother had to have him committed to an insane asylum in 1907, where he spent the rest of his days. Despite his personal battles, Charles Buddy Bowden is seen as one of the first great figures in jazz history.